ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks and we suspect that you do too. Because you're a Soulful MBA listener, you can get an audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, episode 100, Reflections on Podcasting. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. 100, hey? You know, we've really done more than 100 because of all of our office hours that didn't get yeah. numbered, but- I know, but- We're pretending like this is 100. It's a big <laughs> deal. I think we should just pat ourselves on the back for consistently podcasting for, I think, a year and a half. Yeah. Initially, every week, and then we changed to twice a week, and just good for us. That's a really big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah, I'm proud of us and I love it. And we've talked before about how this is one of our favorite things that we do in our business. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's changing anytime soon. Nope, I don't plan on it. But what we're going to today is we are going to take a look at the last 100 episodes. I want to talk about what we love about podcasting, why we love it so much. I want to talk about the challenges of being a podcaster. And then I think we should just have a quick conversation about what we want to do with the podcast and a few things where we can improve. You ready? Yes, ma'am. Jenny, what is the first thing you would say if I asked you, why do you love podcasting so much? I love that it's so honest of a medium. I constantly edit myself as I write. And so any other form of expression to me gets so heavily edited. Whereas podcasting, especially the way we do our podcast together is really a raw and honest collection of conversations about different topics that are meaningful to us. And so it's almost like my diary in a way. It's like the, my diary mm. of our business. And so to me, it's, it's precious because of that. Yeah, that's a really beautiful way to say that, a diary of our business. And it really isn't edited that much. I mean, we do have someone that produces it and takes out some coughing and sniffling and dog barks and, you know, construction noise from my end. But really, it is a very honest, unedited conversation. And I always remember Rich Roll was one of my first podcasts that I listened to. And I know it was the same for you. And I remember him saying it's the lost art of long form conversation for that same reason that everything else in media is cut down to 30 second sound bites. And this is sort of the last, you know, way that's available to all of us to have and to listen to long conversations. So I agree with you there. But for me, I think it's the people that we met and interviewed 
And it is the knowledge that I've gained and grown as a person and as an entrepreneur and as a thinker. I think it's the articles that you're always constantly slacking to me and making me read and then the conversations that we have and then about those articles and then the people that we interviewed. So it's it's the knowledge that I have gained over this year and a half that I probably wouldn't have read if we hadn't been doing this work. Yeah, it's been really fun in some ways brings out all of the, my favorite things about teaching. I loved teaching college students. I love doing seminars or teaching sections for bigger university-based classes. And one of my favorite things to do was to collect resources and articles and then during seminar time to sit around and talk and debate ideas. And I think the podcast is one of those places that that kind of conversation can still take place, even outside of a formal learning environment. Because to me, business is all about lifelong learning and constant education and re-education about different topics and ideas. And, you know, I think that the podcast keeps us honest in that it's really easy when you're running a company month after month and year after year to just sort of let it become route or routine and just never fresh, right? Like it's easy to just get into a routine and the podcast forces us to be reflecting constantly, coming up with new ideas, debating whether or not we should make changes. And I really can't imagine not doing it. In many ways, our blog has kind of drifted away because of the podcast. And that's okay with me because like I said, I felt like the blog was much more heavily edited. And I love that you and I can just have these conversations, sort of private conversations, but in a very public arena, and that hopefully they're valuable to some other people too, because they're definitely valuable to us. Yeah, and I think that's a good segue to my next point is that one of the things that I love and actually surprised me, although it shouldn't have, is the connection with our audience. So we get emails and comments on our Instagram and people reach out with what we have to say or, or reaction to what we have to say. And a lot of our Namastream customers and Soulful MBA customers have come and purchased because they have connected with us, feel like they know us, they know what we're about, certainly our values, our business, who we are as people, and they become customers. And so it's been really interesting to put ourselves basically on display and say, here we are, here's what we do, you know, come join us if you want. And a lot of people do. And it's been a really cool process in that regard. Yeah. So basically, we love podcasting. <laughs> Even 100 episodes in, we're not going anywhere. We have a lot of big plans for the podcast moving forward, some of which we might hint at today, and some of which are more longer term or medium term plans that will unveil over time. But Sandy, why don't we talk a little bit about some of our ideas for what we're going to be doing differently with the podcast moving forward and what we're going to keep the same? Sure. <laughs> I'm so uncertain. <laughs> well, one, yeah, I mean, one of our commitments that we've made to each other is that we both feel really excited about learning how to become better at interviewing. So this podcast started initially as an interview-based show, and then we scrapped it the first season. We didn't, well, we don't do seasons now, but we were, we sort of recorded an entire season of episodes that we never aired because we were kind of terrible at interviewing people. And then it turned into a show just with the two of us having these kinds of conversations. And then we were like, you know, this is great, but we also want to bring interviews in. And we've slowly done that over the last, you know, six months or so. And I think we're getting better and we're learning and it's really fun. And I think we're both really excited to get 
even better at that because, you know, journalism and broadcast journalism is a field of study. I mean, people spend a lot of time learning and being mentored and going through apprenticeships and internships in this kind of, you know, professional environment. And neither of us have any experience doing this. And so it's definitely something that we're learning on the fly. And I think we both see some room for improvement and we're both committed to making those improvements because this is something we want to stick with for the long term. Absolutely. So we will have a hustle related to that about what we are doing, which we'll tell you at the end of the episode. But I think for me, one of the big changes I want to see is us monetizing this podcast. So initially, we started it as a way to bring Namastream into conversation. And we use it as a platform to advertise Namastream to potential customers. And we wanted to podcast as well. But we saw it as a great avenue to sort of promote Namastream. And that's great. And it's worked well, as I said, but I think that it does cost us money every month, right? Like a lot of money to have this produced. And we are not sponsored. And we've really kind of studied the model of podcasting and, you know, learned about the different ways of monetizing. And it's a really, really difficult thing to do. And I know some of our listeners are podcasters, and I know they are nodding and relating to this point. Yes. So we've actually, because this is who we are, we're, I think, serial entrepreneurs. And so both of us have been, you know, scratching our heads and looking at this whole industry that's that's exploding, this industry of podcasting, and starting to peel back the layers to try to understand how does this model work and scale? Certainly, there are people who do a phenomenal job monetizing their shows. Typically, those are people who have already a significant level of fame or notoriety and very, very high download numbers into the tens of thousands sort of immediately per episode. And beyond that, though, monetization is a bit of a puzzle. So some of the ways that people do that, if you're not too familiar with podcasting, so some of the ways that people monetize are by selling their own products, programs, or services, which is what we started doing with our podcast. There are other ways of seeking donations. So in following with the great tradition of public radio, a lot of podcasters use the service Patreon as a way to get fans to support them by donating you know, money per episode or per year or per month or something like that. And then there are also affiliate links. And so we do some of that with our advertising as well. And in our show notes, when we talk about certain joys and hustles, we'll link to affiliate links for some of those. It certainly doesn't shape what we recommend here on the show at all. But if we do have an affiliate link, we'll often use it. But I'd say, you know, probably half of the resources we recommend do have affiliate links and half don't. And it's not super important to us either way. But there are some other ideas that we have cooking. The other one that I see people do, and I don't think this is a lot of money, but is selling merchandise like t-shirts and hats and stuff with the podcast name on it. I can't imagine that making any money. But all of them are, are, it is difficult, right? Like in the people who do Patreon, I've heard, I've heard a number of people say that I'm choosing not to put advertisers on my podcast so that, you know, it's not interrupted, it's clean. However, I'm asking for the listeners to support me by just donating to my Patreon link. And so that's a different sort of philosophical approach to podcasting. Again, it's it's a hard thing to get people to go and do, you know? They have to be really committed to that podcast to go and take the time to click the link and donate. <laughs> Thank you.
This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy-to-use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. As someone who has a lifetime of work with and for and on behalf of nonprofit organizations, I can just say there is zero <laughs> percent of me that will ever want to have a donation-based element to our show. So I, I don't see that on the horizon anytime soon. I have enough other programs that I'm constantly asking people to pay money for. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I think I think for some people, though, that feels different and that works for them. And that's great. But for us, I think that was never something that was very appealing. No, and I really have no problem with bringing the right advertisers onto our show if they are the right company and with, aligned with our values. And, you know, we love the products, we use them. I think it's a great fit. I think it's an amazing opportunity to promote something and help another company out by promoting it on our show. Mm-hmm. I What's sad to me about the industry is that only those with like 10,000 downloads per episode and higher really have an opportunity to advertise with the big guys. And what's also sad is that it's only like a handful of online and tech companies that have figured out how strong, you know, advertising on podcasts can be. So Squarespace is a great example. They're on every single podcast. And I think Mm -hmm. they do really well with it. But it's, you know, like, where are all the small to medium companies that would like to get in front of the right kind of audience? Because it's an intimate audience. If you can find that right show that matches with your customer base, I think it's very powerful. Yeah, no, I think the intimacy is key. And I I agree that that's one of the saddest or most frustrating or biggest missed opportunities with podcasting is that just that so few brands are playing a role right now in this game. So like for us, we have lots of brands that we would happily support and talk about. But typically, those are brands that are not into podcasting or not into sponsoring podcasts. And I think it's not that they're not wanting to do it. It's just that like, it's so unknown. It's such unknown Mm -hmm. territory for them. And, you know, we've approached a lot of smaller brands and just talked to them about, hey, what do you think about sponsoring podcasts? Not necessarily even our own, but just because we're intellectually curious about this topic and interested in ideas and maybe want to build a future business in this someday. I think... So many of those brands, Sandy, that we've reached out to have been like, we would love to do this. We don't have the bandwidth or we don't know where to start or we don't know how to decide which show is a good fit. And so it's just to say that, you know, this is something that you and I are studying and learning about and trying to get a feel for because here, here's the truth is that we're both sides, right? We're a brand that has actively sought to promote ourselves on other podcasts. And we're also podcasters that are fielding requests and looking for brands on our show. And so we see both sides of this kind of marketplace. And so it's been a really fascinating few months as we started to really explore monetizing and and started to explore this industry in general. And it's incredibly time consuming for both sides of that equation to find. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've taken a course on how to monetize your podcast and it's, it's like, just go out there and set your own like rates and go and ask a bunch of companies and and that's all great, but it's really, really time consuming. We've also discovered some sites that do play matchmaker that have basically a marketplace of podcasts and it will give you some of the data and you can go and, but it was just, uh, 
I don't know. Yeah, nothing's done up to our standards. So this is just to say that, you know, podcasting is something I think we're both really interested in. I think this medium is only going to continue to explode as, you know, a place that people come to learn and grow and experience life together as other kinds of social media or traditional media are phasing out or shifting podcasting seems to me to be this place of humanity that still exists out there in the world I know that when I listen to a podcast and I really connect to someone's show I I feel a sense that I know them and I know we hear that constantly from our listeners so maybe you that you know us and so sometimes it's a bit disconcerting when we when we sort of meet because we're like you know we have we'll interview someone or we'll connect you know after an introduction we'll set up a call with someone to collaborate or explore collaborations and we'll get on a call and people will be like oh you know they feel like they know us because they've listened to our show and we're like huh oh (laughs) hey but we don't have that right like but I feel that way about podcasters that I listen to so I totally get it because you're hearing this really honest set of conversations with between us over time like for years like for a year and a half you could listen to Sandy and I have like some of our most honest conversations we've ever had and we're having them in this public forum and it's it's a, such a bizarre thing to do but i think again it's just sort of showcasing our humanity and our connection to one another because so many of the themes that we explore and we're trying to explore on this show i think are universal or they apply to a lot of people at least okay i've got one more thing that i want to say that we could be better at do besides you know what interviewing it is? Besides interviewing. Yeah. We, we, uh, well, I, I think, think there, are more, there are more than one. <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> okay. The, in, the, the one interview- thing we could improve on, Sandy? <laughs> I just want to say the interviewing will happen. I know how to do it. We know where we can find that out. It's a skill we can learn. This one should not be that hard, but it is. And I think it's really hurting us. And that is that we don't have enough asks in the episode. And I think that we get on and we we have this conversation, whether it's us or with a guest, and then it's like, okay, bye. And then it ends. And we do have our inserted Namastream and our Become an Online Teacher free course. However, I really think there's a place for us to say, to ask the audience who we've, you know, hopefully they feel like we've given them something for the half an hour, 45 minutes of the episode. I think we should be better at asking like, come follow us on Instagram Write us an email at team at Namastream and tell us what you think. I think we leave can us say, a review, a rating re- and a review please, on iTunes. Please, re- dear yes, God, leave, leave us, us a review. review. <laughs> That's really like, and I realized this when I listened to the Zigzag Ladies podcast. They are so good for ask. They do such a good job. And of course, I'm going to do what they ask because Sandy, I love them. Yeah, this is all of their broadcast journalism training at play. I know this is my insecurity. I, I was like, they learned However, to do this in school. They worked for a public radio station. I know, I know, but we can learn from them. I think that they do it amazing and they do a good job and they just say, hey, everyone, if you want to help us out, if you've enjoyed it, come give us a follow on Instagram, sign up for our email newsletter. You know, the biggest thing you can do is write us a review on iTunes. Tell a friend, tell a friend about the show. That's exactly what they say. And I've told like (laughs) about three different friends because their show is so good and put it on our podcast. So I think we need to get over ourselves and just like ask for help with our listeners. So I did my little part today in this episode by asking all of you to do one of those things. But that's what I want to change. All of this makes me terribly uncomfortable. <laughs> I know, but I I think if it's done from a genuine 
place, sure. I think it can come across as fine. We started doing it, and then we got all like, oh, I can't ask anyone to help us, and we stopped it, and I think that's hurt us. So I'll take that rule on if you want, but yep. I think we need to ask. And I'm, I Just hope that everyone Sandy. listening... Just keep <laughs> listening to Sandy. But I would love to know. I would love to know. Like, write us an email at team at Namastream and tell us, like, does it come across as icky in some way. I don't think so. No, it I feel like, like every show says, please leave us a review. And we had that for a while. And then I didn't like hearing it. So we took it out. <laughs> right. But I, get but, where you're, I get where you're coming from. Sandy. But you know what? I read something. I don't even know where about asking for help. I think it was an Audre Lord in an Audre Lord book. And it was like, ask for more help than you need. Mm-hmm. And you know, you'll get exactly what you need. And to make this show go forward, to attract advertisers, to get the listeners and downloads that we need, and honestly, just influence more people or get the message out to more people, we need to ask for help. We need help from our listeners to leave reviews, to tell a friend, you know, follow us on Instagram, that kind of thing. So anyway, we'll leave it there. <laughs> just listen to Sandy's like cringing and hiding. I am like, cringing. I I'm kind of cringing. It. You know, because here's the truth: is like if this isn't valuable for you, then don't listen to it. And if it is, then great, listen to it. And hopefully, you get something out of it. And hopefully, this is a dialogue and a conversation, or it starts a conversation with you and people in your own life. Right? I mean, we're trying to hone in on themes that we think are universal or that apply to a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, especially women. And so, if that's you, then hopefully, these conversations are important, and we want you to join in. Tell us what you want us to feature well, next. We have to tell us who you want us to interview. One of the most beautiful things about podcasting, from my perspective, is that we can we have a reason to email anyone and ask them for a conversation. And um, I love opportunities like that. So I, I love hosting conferences or doing things like podcasting because it gives you an automatic reason to reach out to anyone in your life or in the world that you've ever wanted to talk to. And it gives you a reason to do that, right? So to me, that alone is a powerful enough reason to be doing this. And you know, I feel like Sandy, you and I get so much out of this process that it's very self-serving. Even if no one else were ever listening, it feels like I get so much from having these conversations with you in this structured way because we talk all the time, right? We talk every day well beyond what we do in the podcast, but we're also a bit scattered, right? So like we can be in the middle of an important conversation and then we get a Slack message or an email about something and we distract ourselves and the podcast sort of forces us to turn everything else off. And I guess that's sort of depressing, right? Like that's the saddest thing I've said all day. This is like... (laughs) This is when we're podcasting is the only time that we allow ourselves an uninterrupted conversation with focus, but it's the truth. That's life on the internet. It is. It's life. It's life on the internet running an internet-based business. And so for me, the podcast is very self-serving because I get to have these conversations that are important to me that help me work through my thinking on an important topic of conversation. And it gives me a little bit of a respite to not be in my inbox, to be honest. So Yeah. I mean, I love it. It's going to keep going. We're going to get better at it. We are getting better at it. And it's something that I think if you have any feeling in your heart or you have any call to do this kind of work, I highly recommend it. It's not free to get started with a show, but it's certainly not that expensive. I think all in our equipment collectively was like $1,000, right? Like for the two of us. And so we have pretty good equipment. So I would just say like the barrier is really low. I mean, it's kind of incredible that you can create your own show, right? For not very much money. Just go for it. Yeah, if it you is. Feel the call. It is cool. Okay, let's go to Joy and Hustle. 
All right, Sandy, well, you have some sort of joy that you refused to share with me before we started recording. So let's tell the (laughs) listeners what it is. (laughs) Okay, I'm very, very excited about this. So we have just returned from a conference in California. And as you all know, we do not work together in the same office or country. And it was, I hadn't seen Jenny for a very long time. And she brought me all this woodland alchemy stuff. And I've, you know, I've heard about it. I've watched her on Instagram. I see these stories and she's always waving it in front of the camera. I haven't actually smelt it or used it until LA. So I want to make the joy this episode, the everything oil, ylang ylang. So it's this beautiful little pump bottle of a gorgeous oil that you've concocted somehow in your little laboratory on Orcas Island. I love Ylang Ylang. That's the the scent I chose. I use it for every, it's amazing. Everything, body, hands, everything. And so I just wanted to shout that out to you because so woodlandalchemy.com, everything oil. Yeah, it's called Sunrise Rock Everything Oil, the one that I gave you. And it's named after a hike that is walking distance from my house. (laughs) And it's a little steep little hike up to a rock that you can sit on and watch the sunrise. And it's got a lot of switchbacks and it's super energizing. And so the fragrance, the aromatic profile that I chose for you (laughs) is like a very energizing aromatic profile. But (laughs) nevertheless, yeah, I we have a few different a few different scents. Thank you for that, Sandy. I it's like my happiness to make that stuff. So I'm glad that it's really really amazing. It was also amazing because when we were exhibiting in LA, we were sharing some of that stuff. We had hot because it was so hot. We were like spraying hydrosols on our face because it's so hot. We were sharing it with the other exhibitors and to see their reaction to how much they loved the product was really really cool. I know you do your your markets every Saturday, so you see that every week, but I had witnessed it nor experienced the product. So it was really, really great. Mm, Okay, let's move on to hustle. Okay, so the hustle we want to talk about is a course that we're going through on Creative Live. So like any good internet-based entrepreneur, we are constantly taking online courses ourselves and we take a ton through Creative Live. So first of all, I want to make a plug that we have this kind of special pass and I think it's by invitation only, but I just heard that Creative Live is about to open this up as something that they sell. And so it's an unlimited all-access pass to everything on Creative Live. And so we have that. So Sandy and I take any gosh darn class we want at any time. And Creative Live is one of my favorite places on the internet. So more so than... Skillshare or one of these other big hosted courseware (laughs) sites. So I take a lot of crafting and drawing classes and things like that with my kid. And then we take all of these business related classes all the time as well. And so the one that Sandy is having me go through with her right now is a Jordan Harbinger class and it's called How to Book and Prep Podcast Guests. So that is the hustle that's getting (laughs) helping us to be better at being prepared for our interviews because often we just sort of like look somebody up and then show up on on Zoom and interview them, which is also really fun to sort of do something without too much prep. But we're getting better and we're learning to be prepared when we need to as well. So that is the class. And I think it's just not very long either. It's just like a handful of 20 minute sessions. I also want to mention on there is also a storytelling podcast like by storytelling or something by Alex Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who I started is that the one founder too. of Gimlet. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I'm going to do that one next. So there are two really good podcast courses on Creative Live. And I also agree that Creative Live is like 
the best place. And now that we have this all access pass, it's like, I know it's a little like anything. You can take anything. I know you can take like advanced Photoshop something or you could take take, like how to become a DJ. Like there's all these like random, like really fun lifelong learning classes that are irrelevant. Sometimes we need a little irrelevancy, I think. So maybe I'll take the DJ class sometime. But it's anyway, explore it. If you get the opportunity to sign up for a creative life pass, I would highly recommend it. I think there you pay annually. So you pay and then you have a whole year of unlimited access. It's good, good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Jenny, 100 episodes. High five me in Zoom. High five. Yeah, we're here. (laughs) We're going to keep going. And I'm excited to see what the next year unfolds for us with our show. And we'll keep you posted too. We have a really fun project in place for the podcast that we're starting, but it's not ready to talk about yet. So you'll learn more as we develop it and evolve it. And in the meantime, we'll continue to roll out two episodes a week. And if you like what you're hearing, then please go leave us a review and tell us. There a you go. There did you go. like how I did that? I did. That was good. That was good. <laughs> All right, folks. Okay. We'll see you Thanks. next week. Bye. Bye. Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business, but don't know where to start to, wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple five-day email-based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba slash teacher to sign up. It's totally free. Thank you.